Hello, this is Robert Greenfield, and with me today is Patricia Slavin. Patricia, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Hi, I'm Patricia Slavin, the Director of Human Resources and Administration here at JPIA. Thank you, Patricia. We're here today to give you a brief overview of our Spring Conference 2022, taking place on May 2nd and 3rd in Sacramento. Patricia, would you like to give our uh, members a brief overview of what they can expect and what they should know before they go? I'm happy to do that, Robert. Let's start with Monday, May 2nd. So we'll start the day off with our California Water Insurance Fund, CWIF, we call it, board meeting. If you remember, CWIF is a captive insurance company, which is wholly owned by JPIA and domiciled in Utah. Here we're gonna be discussing the investment policy and how our investments are doing for CWIF. So join us for this very informative meeting. That will be followed by our executive committee meeting. And here at our executive committee, the highlight of the meeting will be the discussion of our RSF refunds. You may not be aware that JPIA is refunding over $4 million to our members this year in refunds. So come hear how that's happening. The executive committee will then discuss the CWIF meeting from earlier in the day. And they're also going to discuss some actions that they can take regarding our personnel committee meeting, which happened earlier in April. And then we close out the meeting with the ever informative and entertaining CEO update from our CEO, Andy Sells. He's also going to give an insurance market update, something we've all been waiting to hear about as we know we're struggling with the insurance market hardening and um, premiums going up. So join us for that executive committee meeting that will then be followed by our luncheon that we have every time we meet together. So at the luncheon, we will have Faith Lane Borges from the California Advocates and Robin Flint, our own JPI risk control manager on stage. And they're gonna discuss the legislation that impacts JPIA and other JPAs, joint powers authorities throughout the state. They're both very active in that arena. And they're going to let us know what they've been doing, what they've been working on and how they've been advocating for beneficial legislation. And this is meaningful to our members because if we have beneficial legislation that allows us to, to run our business better, to make better decisions, then we pass those kind of savings on to our members. And it improves the quality of our pool. And it, of course, it improves our relationship with our members. Following the luncheon is our board meeting, kind of the big meeting of the day. And it's going to start off with uh, two very important things. First of all, we're going to have um, an election for our executive committee vacancy. We have one vacancy on the committee and we have three candidates vying for that. Each candidate will be addressing the voting population and then we will take the vote. That will be followed by another election. And this is for the two vacancies on our captive, the CWIF board, as we talked about earlier. We have two candidates for those two openings. Then some of the standard issues will be addressed, including the um, 
ratifying of new members in the organization. And then we'll also hear from Dave Egerton of Aqua. He will give us an update on what's going on there. And then David D. Bernardi, our Director of Finance, will be addressing the board to have them review and approve the audited financial statements for the year that closed September 21, and then also review and approve the proposed operating budget for the coming fiscal year, October, starting October 1 of 2022. Then another fun part of the board meeting is always the member benefits. And I know the audience enjoys hearing about what's going on and what are the updates and what are their districts taking advantage of that JPI offers. So we'll get an update on the Leadership Essentials Program. We'll get an update on the Human Resources Program and what are some of the topics there. We'll get an update from the training department and who's very excited because we're starting to get out and do in-person, face-to-face training. And then finally, we'll have the announcement of the winners of the HR Bounty Safety Award. And that will close out the board meeting. Then the fun part of the day happens with the town hall meeting where our CEO, Andy Sells, and our president, Jerry Gladback, field questions from the audience. It's an open forum. Come with your questions, your suggestions, your ideas. We love to engage and hear from our members. That will be followed by our reception. The JPI reception is sponsored by Alliant Insurance Services, Barber and Bowermaster, B. Swift, Cohen and Berg, Quano Black, Warden Missler, Donahue Davies, Law Offices of Robert Goku, Manning and Cass, Elrod Ramirez Trester, Jacobson Markham, Myers Fosey and Dewark, Acumed, Rankin Stock, Heberlin O'Neill, and Vector Solutions. Come join us for some networking some munchies, and just getting reacquainted with old friends and making new friends at the JPIA reception. And boy, well, that, that sounds like a full, full day of activity and information for our members. Do we have anything on Tuesday? Well, Robert, I'm glad you asked about that because we have two really interesting presentations scheduled. The first one is called Cybersecurity for Utilities. Principles and Framework. And we're so honored to have Hong Sei, the Chief Information Officer for the City of Roseville and the President of MESAC, which is the Municipal Information Systems Association of California, with us to present on this very pertinent topic. Because we all know that cybercrime is here, right? It's here to stay and it's really impacting all of us but public entities must ensure that their operations are not interrupted, right? Even if a breach occurs, they must keep going. So he's gonna share with us the three principles of cybersecurity, which are people, process, and performance, and how they apply to make practicing the best practices, including business government, business continuity, disaster recovery, leadership, and accountability. And through those best practices, how to successfully address any cyber issues. I would say his topic, um, you could describe it as 
cyber security is not an IT issue. It's an organizational issue. It's an enterprise-wide issue. And some of the things when I've talked with them, some kind of questions he asks are things like, is risk to both information and technology assets and the business strategies they support being properly mitigated? So sure to be very informative and engaging. So join us for that. Our second session is called the protection gap, climate risk and insurance. The presenter will be Alex Kaplan, the executive vice president of alternative risk at Amwins. So of course, the topic he's on speaking on is near and dear to those of us at JPIA's hearts, but probably to you too, because we all know that there has been a significant hardening of the property insurance market and the increase in frequency and severity of the natural disasters, especially those wildfires in California, are causing changes in the property insurance market. We're seeing increased rates, coverage carve-outs, and new and additional sublimits. Because of this, we think it's important for the JPI members to learn a bit more about what's happening here. So to give you some context on this topic, in, in 2021, the US lost 169 billion, that's billion with a B, of economic value due to climate events alone. And 77 billion of that was uninsured. So that means the cost was borne by society and government. We know the gap between the insured and uninsured losses is growing and is challenging communities and government entities in a host of new ways. Their ability to raise capital for long-term initiatives and meet budgetary commitments is being eroded. So in this session, Alex will discuss how risk is evolving, how globalization and urbanization are exacerbating the risk and how the insurance industry is adapting and developing new solutions. This should be a fascinating presentation. That sounds really interesting. Certainly so that, the hottest topics in the state right now, cyber and wildfire. Yes, and so that really fills out our Tuesday morning. And how about you, Robert? What's happening Tuesday afternoon? Well, Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. is the sexual harassment prevention for elected officials and supervisors. This two-hour course will provide you with all of the up-to-date information on sexual harassment prevention and various items of discrimination and harassment at the workplace. This does satisfy the California Government Code requirement for continuing edu education for our members. As always, it is a full house, so get there early so you can sign in and get the credits for attending. That wraps up our uh, Know Before You Go. We're extremely excited to see everyone don't forget, you can visit us on the rest of the Aqua Conference at our booth in the exhibit hall. We're always there to answer your questions. And remember to like and subscribe to this podcast. And if you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to write to podcast at aquajpia.com. Thank you for your time, and we look forward to seeing you. Thank you all. <laughs>